Hello and welcome to Hitting the High Note. I'm your host, Kevin Cusack, and tonight I'm joined by Jules and Ryan of the band Send Medicine. How you two doing tonight? Yeah, real toasty out here in old Phoenix town. But doing good. Feeling Happy good. Happy to be here. Right on. So you just got done playing with Ceramic Animal. How was the show? Yeah, it was fun. Nice, uh, nice time, nice uh, room, good crowd. Um, that was our fourth and final show with the ceramic animal um and then we're taking a week off and then we're hitting the roads on our own so you're gonna be headlining then right yeah for the most part yeah yeah going out as the as that uh, ticket yeah right on yeah man that's why the name send medicine um i mean the short answer is it it sort of phonetically sounded good i like the way it looked i like the way it sounded and i like how it was open to interpretation it wasn't a singular message that implied a singular thing. Um, it um, it just was meant to embody some sort of positivity um, and some sort of give and, give and take with a playing and receiving or giving and taking. And, um, so it's, it's pretty much for whoever's listening to it. Yeah, the world needs a lot of positivity right now. Yeah, of course, yeah. What do you like most about being in Zen Medicine? Um, well, these days, um, the, the band is the answer. The band is really solid. We've gone through a lot of incantations of the band, and um, it's nice to just um, have a collaborative uh, field happening and feel like the music's alive and it's pushing and it's different every night um, and getting to sort of live in that improvisational state, I think, just makes you feel alive and just playing live. Yeah. You want to add to that, bud? What do I like about being in Scent Medicine? Well, it certainly ain't spending my, all my time with Uncle Jules over here. <laughs> I, I would say it's the fast food along the way. You know, truck stops, eating corn dogs from an Arco station. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's usually what gets my rocks off. <laughs> we, we, we obviously eat at five-star restaurants and, and drop him at the corn dog shop. Yeah. So he, he takes what he can get, but he he seems to come back smiling every time and gassy. Yeah, yeah, gassy. But I would say the gas station corn dogs and Foster's Freeze. Yep. Yeah. You can never go wrong with those. No, no. no well, no. <laughs> it depends well, who you yeah, ask. you could, I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What has been the most unique show you've ever played and why? Well, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give two that are completely disparate. Um, we found ourselves playing a show one time that literally ended with nobody being there, including the bartender and the door guy yeah, yeah. and when we left the stage we were the only people there we left the whole venue completely empty the proprietor of the uh, the establishment was nowhere to be found but flash forward flash forward two years later earlier this year we played a a very swanky like elite fashion party in San Francisco that somehow we got invited to play for just for the, Cartier the launch company so in the middle of it all, it's, it's, you know, we end up on both sides of the equation. We've, we've, we've played weird shows for no one, and we've played very swanky things that we felt like fish out of water. And then a lot of shows where it's just a good concert 
and it's traditional, but yeah. um, the the road takes you to weird places it's on, kind of on a, both ends. It's of kind of a pinball yeah. show, yeah, you know. It's like uh, for the most part, it's a crapshoot. You don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah, Tuesday night, you know, playing a new spot, new bar, you know, meeting people we haven't met before, people who haven't been introduced to music, people who are maybe here to see the band after us, before us, you know. Um, so generally, it's just uh, a crapshoot when we travel outside of Los Angeles. But all in all, good just to spread the music and to see new smiling faces and share a drink and a conversation with a nice young man like yourself. Thank you. Ditto. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. What's your favorite song to play live and why? Oh, favorite song to play live. I really like playing a song that just came off our new album. It's called My Baker. Kind of dips more into like uh, glam, into like the glam rock world. Right. Um, it's just, it's just nice. It's got hips. It's got a nice, uh, catchy chorus that people seem to kind of drag onto. But we're we're able to move and to dance and to kind of dabble into the psych world as well, which is kind of where our roots are. Um, and it seems to kind of inhabit the most the most genres within within one song yeah, yeah I like that one too um, I'm kind of just impartial to locking one down these days it's been it's been nice because we've had a lot of the new songs have been done for a while we just put our record out and we've been playing a lot of the record for a couple years now but we've also been playing some new stuff and we are playing old stuff and um, I kind of like when we have a song in the mix that sort of surprises us regardless of it's Baker or an old song because there's usually one every night which will kind of get rejuvenated and it'll be like a little different and so I'm kind of partial to whatever song kind of creeps up on me the night of um, what did you feel best about tonight? I really liked um, Phantas tonight Phantasmagoria which is off our new record that one's fun we, we, um, we didn't play that for about a year and we've started bringing it back and that's been really fun to play because that's that that song kind of dances in a few different genres as well, and it, um, it's got a lot of room to breathe. And our new guitar player Mark does some really tasty stuff on that, so it's it's different than in the past. Um, so yeah, that one too. Yeah. What's the story behind the new song that you just mentioned? Uh, Phantasmagoria. Yeah. New. It's newish. I mean, yeah, it's on the new record. Um, the story behind it, I, I, to be honest, I, I kind of just remember that one was written in a package of three with another song called My Baker and another song called Pleasure Seeker, which are all on the new record. And we were kind of hashing those three songs out at the same time. I remember writing that song in the daytime on an acoustic, and it took a long time to write it. Um, I remember you telling me that you had been wanting to use the name, the, yeah, the, the, the word. word phantasmagoria. Yeah, that's probably in, in a song. Want to squeeze it in there? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're looking for a place to use the word phantasmagoria in a song, which is essentially like just a, 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 a an emotion where you feel like just sort of drenched in the dream, surreal, nostalgic uh, haze, um, and I feel like a lot of our songs sort of flirt with that mood. Um, 
but um, going back to the uh, like the nascent moment where I wrote it, I don't really remember if there was a, a central story there, which there usually isn't. It's usually just a sort of a collage of the moment of that day. Um, but so, yeah. One one of my favorite things after Jules brings brings <laughs> a song to us, you know, we we get to plan it and kind of hashing it out. And then I'll start to think kind of like lyrically. I'm like, Jules, been listening to these lyrics, been singing the lyrics. Like, what's the song about? And he looks at me and he goes, "You're asking the wrong guy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll probably need to get like a band therapist on the payroll to yeah, like, to <laughs> like deconstruct some of this stuff. <laughs> I can, like there's moments of things that make a little bit of semblance in, in like some sort of point in my life but most of them are just sort of I, that's just how I like to write I don't like to sit down with a with a goal or like a like a last chapter that needs to be reached it's usually just a combination of like what's going on in my head that week yeah just like what's Abstract. going on in your head and yeah. what you feel and all that yeah it's usually just an impressionistic of whatever it all comes together too. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I do really hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you'd be the one to ask about. <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, exactly. What are your musical influences? Well, they they jump around. Um, I mean, I, I feel like this band pulls from folk and '60s uh, pop and glam and Brit pop and world music. '90s, psych, '90s, '90s. Yeah, I mean, we get we get some shade from time to time. Well, we've gotten a little shade that we kind of like try to um, we try to um, please everyone under the umbrella of psychedelic music or or something. And you know, we're not really a genre band. We're in the sort of loose canon of of psychedelic music, but we have a pretty eclectic taste between the five of us. So, I mean, we're not a band that like set out to be. A specific band, yeah. You know, it's it's and it's always changing. I think that's just where we're at. You know, on the new record, there's songs that have like a country element. There's songs that are pretty droney. There's songs that are definitely influenced by like Blur and ninety stuff, and so it, it jumps yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's there's a nice there's a nice through line I think with with all of our musical interests in in the band, and it's with being on the road so much in the past year. And uh, just listening to music, yeah, like yeah, being in the van, being in the van, and kind of listening to things along the way. I mean, it's it's a varied, uh, it's a varied range of things that we listen to, you know. And that stuff's always feeding back into the to the writing. Yeah, um, going from old country towns, Van Zant, to even David was playing some good hip hop earlier today, Diggable Planets, and. Yeah, you know. it's not. Try not to be like contrived in, in being like this song needs to be, you know, a, a garage song. You know, this song needs to be post punk. You know, it's like if they go that way, that's fine because that'll just happen organically. Um, but if people like the record, if if people like the the variety of stuff, that's kind of the goal. You know, yeah. to hit more ears that way. But hopefully, there's a through line in 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 that world. To have dinner with a musician alive or dead, who would it be and why? Probably go Bowie. Yeah. 
Yeah. Damn, Bowie's good. It's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe Nina Simone. I think I'd go Bowie. Um, Man, I have no idea. Bowie. I feel like Bowie. Like if you don't pick Bowie, then like you have. I just spoke up first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) If if you if you don't pick Bowie, then like as like number one, then like you're probably missing out on a lot of things. Just in terms of like character. He seems gregarious enough to have a chat. Have a chat. He's got that classy British. Have he had that? Have a drink. Get a little freaky after a few drinks. (laughs) Yeah, probably go with Bowie. So, what do you hope people get out of your music? Have a time. Uh, lose yourself for a second, you know? I feel like uh, a lot of music um, and a lot of just performance in general can, can have a strict dividing line between uh, audience and performer. And I feel like the more that the audience can feel a part of, of the show and feel a part of what's going on I feel like what they're doing has influence on the show then you're doing a good job you know really blurring blurring that line between performer and spectators like makes it the best people can if people can you know get off people can um, get out of their get out of their life whether it's mundane or exciting and if we can be instrumental in helping them have a good 35 minutes and leaving feeling you know like they've Felt something fresh, or yeah. get just some some general movement going in their in their mojo, then then we've kind of done our job. <laughs> yeah, ask the right questions, you get the right answers. Yeah, thanks again, Jules and Ryan, for letting me interview you, taking time out of your busy. You schedule. were very gentle on us. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. And best of luck on the tour too. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, it's a pleasure. It's been nice. That was Jules and Ryan from the band Send Medicine. Up next, I'll play you a couple of tracks from Send Medicine. The first Send Medicine song I'm going to play for you is called My Baker off of their latest album, Mermaids on the Veranda.
That was Sin Medicine with the song My Baker off of their latest album, Mermaids on the Veranda. The next song I'm going to play for you is one of Sin Medicine's older songs. It is called July Eyes off of their album, Scary Aquarius Daughter.
song July Eyes off of their album Scary Aquarius Daughter. Wanted to thank Ryan and Jules from the band Send Medicine for letting me interview them. Thank you for listening. Hope you liked it and hope you all have a groovy day.